Welcome to White Shores, the podcast for spiritual beings having a human experience. Let me invite you to walk once more beside me on White Shores to talk about the real meaning of life and the true power of what is unseen. Let's discuss dreams, intuition, manifesting, as above, so below, angels, afterlife, the science of consciousness, and other infinite possibilities within and all around you. I hope every episode informs, inspires, and illuminates. So, now the scene is set, allow the grey rain curtain of this world to roll back and all to turn to silver glass. Let's walk barefoot together on the gentle, glistening sands of white shores to see what mystery lies beyond the material. Welcome to White Shores, a far green country under a swift sunrise. If you are listening to this episode in real time on its day of release, which is Monday, September the 25th, 2023, did you know today is World Dream Day? Happy World Dream Day. However, as we all dream at night, dreams illustrate our shared humanity. If it isn't World Dream Day when you listen to this episode, I'm going to wish you happy World Dream Day all the same, because every day is a World Dream Day. A chance for us all to find wisdom, healing, meaning and inspiration from our dreams, both when our eyes are wide shut and wide open. But what are dreams? Dreams are a series of images, sounds, thoughts and emotions that you experience in your mind while you are sleeping. They can feature just about anyone and anything. In your dreams you can meet people you know or don't know, you can visit places that are familiar or unfamiliar and do things that are impossible for you to do in waking life. You can fly, talk to animals, assume different identities. The possibilities are infinite. You can also encounter mysteries and face your personal fears. In your dreams, nothing is out of bounds, except logic and reason. We forget most of our dreams, but some images and sensations linger a while in our minds when we wake up. They often feel so real. We wonder what alternative reality we visited. There are ample theories about what dreams are, but despite a considerable amount of dedicated research, no consensus yet on their definition, apart from the accepted belief that even though no one really knows why, we all dream. Some people are convinced they don't dream, but brain scans show they do, they just aren't recalling their dreams. There is much we have to learn about our dreams. They remain as indefinable, inexplicable and extraordinary as their place of origin, the brain. We may never truly know exactly what they are, but this elusiveness is no reason to stop learning about them. All the indications are that the more we learn about our dreams, what they might be and what they might mean, the more we learn about ourselves. 
After all the decades I have been researching and writing about dreams, I have come to the conclusion that everything we need to know to find healing and deep meaning in our lives can be found in our dreams. I know that my dreams have healed my life in every way possible, and my passion now is to spread the word about their power. One way I do this is to write books about them, and also to do mainstream media, radio, TV, podcast appearances, and of course, this White Shores podcast. And one of the greatest joys of this podcast is that it gives me the wonderful opportunity to talk to other dream experts I admire and to celebrate World Dream with you today. Three of them who have already guested on White Shores found the time to return. So do check out the two other Dream Power episodes released today, as well as this one. Now, the expert in this episode is the truly visionary and deeply creative Laurie Quinn Lowenberg. I love talking to Laurie because she is a living embodiment of the power of dreams and creativity. As well as being one of the world's leading dream analysts and a media go-to in this field, she is also a talented artist. Of course she is. Dreams and art are soulmates. They enchant us emotionally and psychologically. Both are capable of creating images and feelings so evocative they open up new meanings, perspectives and possibilities. Now, not everyone considers themselves creative or artistic like Laurie, but everyone has night vision. Everyone in their dreams is the artist of their dreams. Indeed, like a great work of art, once you have recalled and written down a dream in your dream journal, you can actually revisit it. And each time you do, you will find it will evoke new perspectives. As Laurie makes clear, the most sensational, exciting reading truly is your very own dream journal. It's a work of art. Okay, high time now to shine the nightlight on World Dream Day on Laurie Quinn Lowenberg. Hello, Laurie. (laughs) Hello, Teresa. I'm so excited to have one of my favorite dream interpreters here from the States. It's wonderful because I feel like we're united front, aren't we? Here, we definitely we are. are. Kindred spirits. <laughs> and happy World Dream Day to you, whenever that may be. Thank you. And back at you. Well, it's actually for us, I guess, it's every day is World Dream Day, really, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> World Dream Day and night. I mean, I I love your work, Laurie. I love your message and the power and healing and joy you bring and creativity you bring to dream decoding. It's it's a visual treat as well. When I watch you on socials and all the articles you do online, Um, bravo. Thank you for being such a wonderful champion for for the dream world. Um, For people who didn't hear your first interview on White Shores, if you didn't, What's the matter with you? (laughs) Go and listen to it. But can we just do a quick recap of the story of Laurie and why you have devoted a lot of your working life to dream interpretation? Sure. So uh, in a nutshell, (laughs) um, 
I've been a prolific dreamer my entire life. I've been able to remember my dreams since I was two. I would draw them. I would keep a dream journal of them. Of course, I had no idea when I was younger what a wonderful thing I was doing for myself by documenting the other side of my mind. But it wasn't until after my grandfather died when I was at the age of 19 that I really started taking dreams seriously because two weeks after his death, I had this dream where he came to me. It was him. And I knew he was, he had died. And so I asked him what it was like where he sat. And he told me, I'm, I can't tell you that, but what I can tell you is that it's secure. And then he walked up this staircase and I woke up and I could still feel him and I could smell his old spice. And I still remember every moment of that dream like it was last night. So that is the dream that propelled me to study dream psychology because I wanted to know what what the heck that was, why it happened, why we do this. You know, what does it all mean? What's the function? What's the purpose? Is it a spiritual connection? What is it? And so, yeah, long story short, that's what got me into this world professionally. And ever since, I've been, you know, trying to wake people up to the power of their dreaming mind. And the biggest battle is convincing people that this is a very real, very practical unbelievably helpful part of who we are and it's not pseudoscience or you know the same thing and um i mean the way i've gone is to try and try and work with scientists and neuroscientists and and to look at the studies (laughs) out there lucid dreaming experts to show that there is a lot of credible research out there now about the healing power of dreams that dream recalls a sign of an active brain that lucid dreaming can help with trauma. Afterlife dreams can be very healing. There is yes. a growing body of, of work, but still people are so conditioned. Why is that, Laurie, that it's just a dream? It doesn't matter. My theory on that is because naturally people just look at dreams on the surface and it just seems like a bunch of nonsense. You know, I, I, I dreamt of this one-legged cat with giant leaking eyes and, you know, just, just really weird nonsense stuff. So people don't bother to go any deeper into it. And so they just dismiss it as random misfirings of the brain as nothing Mm. and not giving at the time as with anything in life, not giving the time to really question it and explore it and look deeper into it. I mean, you're right. It's it's kind of like commenting on your waking life, isn't it? And trying to help and heal you. And with that helping and healing theme, you mentioned an afterlife dreamer. I get lots of messages about that. Do you too? I was, would assume people who are dreaming of departed loved ones. Yes. And the, that's something I, I've always been interested in because it is originally what propelled me into this world. But lately in particular, I've been delving into that. Um, I want to call it magic, but it's very real um, as far as what we're told, what is communicated to us from our loved ones that have passed on. So I think that the exact words that are said to us are some of the most profound things that are ever uttered. 
um, and, and really give us a glimpse into what is to come, you know, when we're no longer here. I did a, a, a video um, about it and, and included some really cool AI dream imagery to accompany the video. And I had people send to me the things that their loved ones have said to them their departed loved ones have said to them in a dream and you can see it on TikTok. Laurie, the dream expert, L-A-U-R-I, Laurie, the dream expert. And I, so I compiled a video of, of some of the ones that really brought tears to my eyes and it's just so comforting. And, and the way yeah. the messages all kind of seem the same all across the board from all walks of life, from people that have died, you know, it, it's basically, everything's okay. I'm okay. There's more than this, you know? There's more than, than your body. And I'm just a heartbeat away. Yeah, that, that's the, a uniting theme. But what do you say to people who desperately want to have an afterlife dream, but it's just not happening? Yeah. And I do get that asked of me a lot. Um, and so I tell them, unlike other dreams that you can incubate, these sort of dreams, you just have to be patient and be open. Um, and it, it's up to the other side when you get it. It's not up to this side, you know. So I tell them just, you know, leave yourself open. Do keep it on your mind every day. Speak to them in your mind every day. You know, I'd love to see you come visit me. And I, eventually you're going to get it. You're right. It is a gift. It is a gift. And and there are ways I think you can maybe nurture it, maybe daydreaming memories, seeing signs in your waking life, because, you know, what you do in your waking life often reflects in dreams, as, as you well know. But if it's not meant, and you could actually maybe say as a, a big vote of confidence from the other side that they know that you're pulling through and you're going to be OK. Right. They may not be appearing in your dreams. Well, you're not recalling yeah. it, but they know that you're going to be okay and they, they have confidence that you, you've you got this. So you couldn't, in a way, take it as that they're so confident in you, you don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to they, be okay. They know what mm. you don't, so don't don't take it as a mm. – and definitely don't take it as an insult. <laughs> you know, you're not being no. dissed. <laughs> there's, there's other things going on we can't understand. So you know, just continue to leave yourself open. <laughs> Absolutely, and if you believe in reincarnation, they might be. They could be busy otherwise. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> what dreams may come? I love it, and I'm glad you mentioned AI yeah. actually and, and creativity there, because obviously you also have another whole career as a artist, a pinup artist, and creativity and dreaming, bringing your vision to that. But also, I've noticed you've experimented a lot yeah. with AI. And I've been looking at that as well, because it's a great way when you have a dream, actually, to, to put in the description box, your dream. Yes. And, AI. <laughs> and you're rarely going to get what you put in. But you'll get a good laugh. <laughs> but do you think I mean, I mean, I've, I, I'm fascinated by mm -hmm. AI and, and robot technology and, and the way the world is going. Do you think robots dream? Not yet. <laughs> Do you think I they do. <laughs> I, I actually, I really, really do. I really do. Um, we're headed that way. And AI terrifies me as much as it fascinates me. Definitely. But I was actually talking to my brother. He's, he's a cyber security expert. And so he and I have had a lot of 
discussions about AI. And he's, he's actually been pushing me towards it because originally as an artist, I hated it and resisted it because it's, it, it takes from existing art to create what you prompt. And yes. so that was an insult to me, but I began to understand the way it works a little better. It pulls from existing data. So it, and, and creates a whole new image and it works very much the way the subconscious mind works when dreaming and the images mm. it creates are so dreamlike because they're kind of distorted and yeah. odd and bizarre and fascinating. And it's because it's, it's pulling like the subconscious from things that are already there that exist in order to create something new and deeper and meaningful. Absolutely. It's so dreamlike mm-hmm. in a way, you know, in, at night we go to this theater, we kind of like AI within us, isn't it? That's what we're, we're doing. We're connecting random things and trying to make something coherent and, and, and using symbols and colors. But I mean, it is a great way. If you haven't experimented it with everyone, one great way to do dream work is to get an AI app or something <laughs> and to, to write down your dream. <laughs> and see what the AI yes. comes up with. It's, it's sometimes it, you'll love it. You know, there's some, it can be quite remarkable. And if you follow Laurie, you'll see sometimes she does that and sometimes hilarious. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like a dream, the more you look into it, the more you'll see. Yes. Well, that's art, isn't it, as well? I mean, that's why some works of art just stand yeah. the test of centuries because every time – at every age and stage of your life, when you come back to that picture or poem or novel, it gives you something, it says something yes. different. Yes. And and just keeping your mind open reason- to it. You know, I get a lot of, oh, I'm not going to say a lot, but I have been getting some kickback from my fellow artists oh, really? who aren't real happy that I'm using yeah. AI art. And so yeah. I, I try to explain it to them. You know, it is here to stay. <laughs> May as well get on top oh, of it. And it's it it creates yeah. something it, in itself. It is an art form. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it is it is sad. I, I understand that if you're an artist and it's your living, it it, it must be fill you with yes. great fear, really, yes. because. But, that, but similarly, like they thought books were going to go out of fashion when yeah, you know, e-books yeah. came in and digital, and they haven't. In fact, there's been a, a resurgence of books and people just loving holding something in their hand. And I think it will be exactly the same with art, something done with the yes, human hand. Yes, will always be special. Will we'll always have value. And, of course, if you're not artistic and you're listening to this, remember every night in your dreams you yes, are an are. artist. We yes. all are. <laughs> But again, I had a very interesting message this morning, and I'm, I'm so glad I can talk to you because I, this lady, she wrote to me and she said, well, I've been keeping a dream diary religiously for a year now. What do I do with it? So I thought, <laughs> I've got my thoughts. I'd love to, should, should, what, should, what's the, what would you suggest to people who are? Because I'm always saying, write them down, write them down. And you, you eventually get volumes of it, don't you? Yes. It's, <laughs> it's a historical record of your life, of your mind, of your, yeah. you know, the other side of your mind, your subconscious. It's a, and look at it as your own personal historical artifact that will become more and more precious to you as time goes on. Because I've got, you know, dream journals I've been keeping since my teens, still on my bookcase. Every now and then I'll go in there and look at them and I'll find, you know, I still 
30, 40 years later, I'm still dreaming of taking showers, you know, in public, <laughs> you know, it's so you'll learn yeah. so much more about yourself just by keeping a dream journal in general, but by keeping them over time and going back and looking at them and you'll see how you'll, how you've grown, how you've changed as well as how you've remained the same. Yeah, what themes uh -huh. reappear, what themes kind of like modify because they do, and what creativity there. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very involved now in precognitive dreaming and, you know, dreams potentially indicating future scenarios or mindsets. And I think that's the most fascinating thing for me when I go back to see how my dreams have kind of like showcased yeah. something that was going yeah. in the future. Yeah, that's true. That is a very good point. Um, it, yeah. an example of that with me was with the night before 9-11. I had a dream. Wow. I was in a huge city, a huge bustling city, and I was running around trying to find a tower. And then the next morning, 9-11 happened. And it didn't really hit me that that could have been connected to this, um, cosmic impact that was happening and I was picking up on it in the dream state till sometime later when I was going through my dream journal at that time and then I saw that dream I was like wait a minute and I looked at the date and I was like wow I wonder I think globally yeah. as well there were, there was a lot of people yes they dreams were. were kind of indicated yeah yeah and that happened, of course, in the lockdown as well, when when people were, you know, on furlough or not able to leave their homes, and that this global, unprecedented dream event that people were just going online and saying, "I had the weirdest mm -hmm. dream." I mean, it was great for yes. us, really, in a way. <laughs> I mean, not great. <laughs> I mean, I'm not so great for the world, but in some ways, it was kind of, you know, I hate the pun, but a dream come true, really, because suddenly people were taking yes, their were. dreams seriously. Yeah. Have you noticed a shift since then that it's it's becoming more and more um, a topic of interest to the mainstream? It has, yeah. I think that was as awful as that time was. It did force people to do introspection and force them to. Well, I don't want to say force. It allowed them to spend that very critical time in bed in the morning of lingering there, not having to jump up, start their day and capture those dreams that they normally weren't giving themselves to capture. Do you think that's the secret then? Just lingering a bit longer that's in bed exactly in the morning. Exactly all just, it takes. Just linger in bed a little because longer. We, yeah, I mean, in this slightly you know, positive vibe culture, it's all about leap out of bed, get on with your day, which is, I understand the value of that. Um, and I've actually preached that in the past in some of my books about, you know, get up, be expansive, you know, do your affirmations, whatever. But actually, the power of just one or two minutes lingering, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and, and just seeing what bubbles to the surface. And I think we kind of all did that, really, to some extent, when the world kind of stopped yeah. for a while. And people were surprised yeah. about the dreams they were getting and how long they were and how bizarre they were. And I'm like, well, they've been there all along. You just weren't giving yourself that magical little bit of time to um, grab it. Yeah. And some of these dreams heal, save, comfort, inspire, they don't do. they? And lead to, 
you know, I, I do get messages about people said, I had this dream and it triggered this and it triggered that. And now I'm doing something totally different. Yes. I, I love those. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's happened to me. You know, I um, started my art career because of the dreams I was having. And I've had clients that started businesses or that finally got out of a relationship that was toxic and they'd been in for decades. They finally saw what was really happening to them. Let's talk about relationships because I guess that I, as well as afterlife dreams, you know, um, I get so many questions about dreaming about my ex yes. cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your take on that? I'm sure you're asked a million times. Somebody says, I dreamt about my ex. Why? Right. Well, the first question is, which ex was it? <laughs> because that's that makes all the difference. And the ex dreams dreams always even though they pull things from our past i have found that they're always commenting on right now so something mm. from the past is affecting your right now and this is where the ex will come in so there's something about that ex or something about who you were when you were with that ex or something about the dynamic and the relationship with that ex that is at play right now currently and so yeah dreams are are the most brutally honest way to see how well or how poorly you are growing in your life and within yourself. So if you keep getting things from your past showing up in your dreams, you're not necessarily growing. You're not moving on. It's time to let go because until you let go, you can't let something new in. I completely yeah. agree. Why is it, though, that the majority of our dreams tend to be fear-based, anxiety, dark? I think it's... Well, maybe I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because, um, in my opinion and experience and practice, the majority of our dreams, the purpose they serve is problem-solving. So if there's nothing wrong, there's nothing to solve. So I think, mm-hmm. and when something's wrong, it's stressful, it causes anxiety, it causes fear, and our dreams follow suit. So when you get those upsetting, stressful, anxiety-ridden dreams, it's because your subconscious is actively working very hard to help you resolve it. And also, I guess it's a call to growth, isn't it? Because if you're too comfortable, too blissed out, you're not going to really yeah. grow. And I, I don't know if you subscribe to that as well. I do think we're here to constantly evolve and change is is, is life, yeah. isn't it? And But to change and evolve and spiral, spiral higher and higher. And uh, we don't tend to do that in our comfort zone, do we? So in I've tried to have a more positive take now when people, you know, because a lot of people write to me about nightmares mm-hmm. or anxiety dreams, you know, the classic being laid, being chased, drowning and all that. And I say, look, this is great because, you know, you're being called to exactly. grow. <laughs> They're good for you. These awful, horrible experiences at night are very good for you. <laughs> yeah, and you can do it safely yes. in the theater of your dreams where you're not going to hurt anyone, including yourself. Yeah, you're not going to get you're hurt. Safe. No. And, and in your really excellent book, Dream On It, and if you haven't read it, everyone listening, um, Laurie's Quinn Loenberg's book, Dream On It, Unlock Your Dreams, Change Your Life, is really recommended. I love the way that you, you have categories mm-hmm. like people, dreams, location, dreams, vehicles, travel, animals, body, 
house, home, weather, sex. You kind of cover, I'm sure, a multitude multitude of topics within those big themed categories. But chapter two, your people dreams, you say your many roles in life. Is it true that the people you dream of are symbolic aspects of your own personality or are you actually dreaming about them? The majority of the time, the people in your dreams represent a part of the self because these other persons represent different parts of your personality. Unless the rule of thumb is unless it's someone you deal with on a daily basis, like your spouse, um, your child, you know, then they usually are playing themselves in their in, in your dreams. So, and, and as with not just any person, but anything in your dream, it is some aspect of you or something that directly affects you. Your dreams are all about you because your dreams are you thinking about you you know, working for you in order to improve you. Well, you know, my tagline is dreams are messages from you to you about you in order to improve you. So it is, it's you, you, you. <laughs> it's time for you to really talk, think about yeah. you. It's, it's great. So it, it, it's, it, sometimes it's difficult to tell the difference though when, when, you, when a dream is literal, because some dreams can be, that's the thing about dreams. You can't actually ever definitively say, this is it, this is the rule, because dreams don't like, being tied down by rules, do they? Um, I mean, there's a rule. The, the context <laughs> of the dream always, always, always matters. It's, it's hard to take, to isolate just one element of the dream and try to get the message from that. It's like taking one word out right. of a sentence and trying to understand what someone's telling you. Yeah. So, to knowing when it's literal or when it's symbolic, have you got any sort of suggestions to help people? You know, because a lot of people do panic and they know they have awful disaster scenarios and they think they're going to right. fail. It, and I spend a lot of time reassuring people, no, no, your best friend isn't going to drown you. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually the more bizarre it is, the more likely it's symbolic. But also apply what's going on in the dream to right now currently at this very moment in your yes. life. What is making you right now, currently, at this very moment in your life, feel the exact way you felt in the dream? Yeah. So the feeling is 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 the basically the what you should go is the feeling first. The feeling, as well as what you're thinking, what runs through your mind while in the dream, what what you're thinking right. yourself, because that will always apply to right now. Any thought in a dream, anything that's said in a dream will make yeah. sense right now somewhere in real life. Absolutely. I, I could, could not agree more. But what about, and I'm sure this must happen to you because you you do deal so much in dream work. So it's, you know, and the, the dreaming mind reflects back what you reflect on in life. So that's that's a tip for dream record, isn't it? Think more about dreams and you're more likely yeah. to have them. But what happens, do you wake up now and sometimes... Well, are two problems I'm going to go for. First of all, the one that I think is more likely for you, Laurie, that you probably have so many images on your right and, and you get arm ache. What's the recommendation then? And so many things like, well, what should I focus on now? Which is the main, because there's so many dreams within dreams. Within yes. Dreams. Yeah. What do you do? Do you just go for one and ditch the rest? Or do you try and record them all and write write a novel in the morning? All of them. <laughs> all of them. And my poor husband, okay. you know, has to sit through coffee time hearing me yammer on <laughs> about all <laughs> the dreams. Like, because I tend to be able to remember them all. So in the morning when I wake up, I let them all 
flow back in. And sometimes it jumps around, you know, because there's so much there. And I go over it again and again as I'm laying there, remembering it and chuckling to myself at how (laughs) crazy the subcontious is. (laughs) Are there any dreams you have that you don't want to share with your husband? Uh, (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Some things are better left unsaid. (laughs) So you do write them down. Wow. That that is time. That's another classic thing people say to me. I, I, I get what you're saying, Teresa. I love your, your message, but I have not got the time. It's another to do. Yeah. It, so how do you how do you convince people to just so what would you say? What even just one even if you just write one of the dreams down, that would be better. Than oh, anything, absolutely. Even just one is better than nothing because every single dream and every little piece of a dream is important and and constructive to you. But just talking it into your phone, recording it as you lay there remembering you just, you know, talking into your phone. So you're killing two birds with one stone. You're recalling it and you're documenting it. I think that's the best way actually to use, use a a voice, Mm -hmm. voice recorder because writing it sometimes, and also your handwriting, my handwriting is terrible (laughs) these days. Sometimes (laughs) So that's what I'm going to do moving forward. Um, But um, I kind of like the idea of also having a book of my dreams, but I wish I had better, more beautiful handwriting to make it look like the book of my soul and not like, you know, spiders about a fight. I feel that so deeply. (laughs) (laughs) And then the second problem waking up, which, which again, I'm sure you get messaged about, and I do too, is when, try as you might, there's no recall. What, what to do then? Oh, I hate that. I feel so ripped off. I feel like... Especially if you've got a big radio interview or something and you're thinking, I cannot remember my dreams this morning. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I feel ripped off. It's like such a letdown. And what was your question? What do I do about it? I kick and I scream and I stamp my feet. <laughs> I just feel like such a, and sometimes actually, and I've noticed it's when I'm very busy and there's lots yeah. going on. Sometimes it will go like for a week or something and I start panicking. I do, I really yes. do. And I just I think, you know, what's going on? This shouldn't happen to me. Um, and then then I will wake up and there will be a dream on my mind. And I feel more relieved than, you know, if I'm offered another book contract. Yes, it's, it's, so it's back to getting back to myself. It's back to normalcy for me. Yeah. I'm there. But what tips do you give um, to people who are, that does happen? And they really do want to engage with their dream work, but it's just, just not happening. They can't remember. Them. Right. So, well, be patient with yourself always. Um, and every single night, keep a journal open by your bedside, open and ready to record. Because that is symbolic to, and the subconscious works in symbols. So that is symbolic to your subconscious that you're open, ready, willing, and able to take this on. Add some vitamin B6 to your diet because in Mm. clinical studies, it has proven to greatly enhance dream recall. Um, And most important of all, if you do nothing else, keep doing those crucial three to five minutes of lingering in bed before you jump out and start your day. And even more important than that, stay in the same position you woke up in. Don't move your body because the simple act of just rolling over can 
unplug you from the dream you were just in. Yeah, you jump too much into waking reality mm-hmm. and the brain goes into a different yeah. gear, which isn't so conducive to, to the subtle images from your unconscious. Brilliant. Now, we just as we're wrapping up this interview, I'm just going to quickly go. I'm trying to give people as much as possible listening. So we talked about people dreams when you said it's, it's mainly aspects of your own persona mm-hmm. symbolized. I noticed in your book that just go through the, if loca- the, the, the location of a dream, the backdrop. Mm-hmm. What, what does that typically tend to So the suggest? setting of your dream, any sort of geographical area of a dream is going to represent a different area of your life. You know, I've got so it. for example, um, dreaming of school, the location of school, which is so common. That's the area of your life where you're learning something right now, whether it's a life lesson or you're learning a new software program. But it can also be if school was impactful for you, like you, it was a big stress and you were always trying to get ahead, then it will represent that area of your life. Brilliant. Thank you. And then travel, you know, movement, vehicles. I always say direction in life. Is that what you? you Yeah, direction, progress, movement forward. And then our beloved animals, is that the... Uh, animals are usually more about instincts and behavior. Right. What, what a gut instinct. Are you talking about or, or your, in, your first reaction? Um, no, like, the, like animals work on instincts. They typically don't sit there and overthink right. things. They just do. They just behave. So the animal in the dream will represent a behavior of yours. For example, the dog is known for its behavior of being a loyal companion. So it will represent that within you, your ability to behave in a loyal manner to others. Um, The cat is known for it, you know, um, slinky. And so it can can represent (laughs) your sexual behavior, but they're also very prideful. So it can represent your behavior of being prideful and boastful. Brilliant. And then home buildings. Yes. Um, so buildings and home in particular is and the different parts of the home are about the self, your your um, state of mind. And home in a dream is often about being at peace, um, home sweet home in your life. So there's a lot of dreams where you're trying to get home. Something's going on. You're just trying to get home. That's usually about your need in real life to get back home to normalcy, peace of mind with yourself and in your life. Brilliant. And then just one more as sex dreams <laughs> that you say in your book, the, the desire to feel whole. Yeah, hold. it's about, it's not about a physical union you want, but more about a psychological union you need or ha- have had. So the, the, the active thing about sex is uniting, connecting bodies, right? So to the subconscious mind, it's about connecting or uniting qualities or behaviors of someone else into yourself. To feel more whole and yeah. for your personal yes. growth and evolution. This is brilliant, Laurie. Thank you. I could talk to you forever. I'm just conscious of the time. Just a couple more quickfire questions. Um, the top three dreams right now, I know those change. I'm sure you're asked about that all mm-hmm. the time. And I kind of like, well, what, what are you thinking at the moment are the top three dreams sort of? That I'm asked uh, about lately? Yeah. Um, yeah. Always the X. 
Okay, we've done that. Um, feeling trapped, stuck in some way. I've been asked about that a lot mm-hmm. lately. Um, yes. And vacation dreams, like being in some kind of beautiful tropical setting or beach. So you talked about location. So that's the desire to escape. Yeah, I think or, I think or, that's or, with the people I've been talking to lately that have been having these. It is it is the need to feel more at ease, escape the yeah. uh, stress of the world lately. The relentless grind and 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 to to, to really sort of enjoy life and you know that's what you do on holiday you kind of like live in the moment don't you and you're also trying new things as well new experiences and not the same old oh that's brilliant laurie where can people find out about you i mean you've mentioned your mm-hmm. tiktok and i've mentioned dream on it unlock your dreams change your life by laurie quinn Loenberg. yes um where can people what's the best place to message you find out yes if you you want to have a dream consultation with me my website is laurieloenberg.com but all you have to do is google dream expert and i'll come up as like number one number two and number three that's how you'll get to my (laughs) site and on social media on everything um tiktok instagram facebook twitter now x and youtube is all laurie the dream expert l-a-u-r-i laurie the dream expert Oh, I love it. Thank you, Laurie. And before we go, so people who are new to you, uh, just get a little bit more feel for you. I mean, they've heard your voice, can tell a lot from people about from their voice and their tone. But if you could be an animal, what would it be and why? A cat. I just think cats are so, they're sexy. <laughs> <laughs> They're slinky, they're sassy. Yes, they give zero Fs, you know. (laughs) I love that because you can work so hard for their affection, but if they, you know, it it doesn't matter, does it? If you're worthy, you're not. (laughs) I just love their (laughs) attitude. I just love, they walk around (laughs) like they're wearing a tiara, you know. I just love that attitude. (laughs) Yeah, I have two dogs and a cat, and I can tell you the cat, we call her Odin, uh, because it's like <laughs> the authority. Yes. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> and if you could be a color, what would it be and why? I would be a sparkly purple. Sparkly purple. Well, it's a very spiritual color, yes. isn't it? Purple, very healing, very compassionate yes. as well. Interesting. We've got sparkly purple. Then final question. Musical instrument, what would it be? And oh, um, a steel guitar. Uh, a a sorry, steel guitar. Because a guitar. A steel guitar. Because it's just what's so. The, um, it has a, a a certain kind of sound that's that's um, kind of groovy and laid back and holding a bottle of whiskey. You know, <laughs> just, just also gives zero Fs, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lay back and enjoy. So it's all about enjoying your dreams and enjoying your life. That's the message from Laurie. And also when you seek her out, you've got to think of a sparkly purple cat playing a steel yeah, guitar. Now take that image with you. <laughs> and wearing a tiara. And tiara, and maybe that image will appear in your dreams because that sounds like a very I'm going to go put image. that in my AI tool right now. <laughs> I'll send it to you when I get. 
please. I'd love that. I'd, I'd love that. I'm definitely going to to share okay. it when I, I post about your um, your 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 episode. I, I'm going to do that now before I forget. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Laurie, from my heart and soul for for being a real dream visionary and pioneer. And please keep doing what you do. It's much needed today. Well, thank you, and and you do the same. And it's really really great having this community with you. It's an honor. Thank you from my heart and soul for being here and walking beside me in spirit on white shores. Sensitive, kind, compassionate souls like you who see beyond the material are needed more than ever today to help this earth heal and evolve. If you have any questions, stories or insights to share, I absolutely love hearing from you and aim to reply to everyone in due course. My website is www.theresachung.com. My contact email is angeltalk710 at aol.com. And you can message me via my Instagram handle, the Teresa Chung, as well as my Facebook and Twitter author pages. Until we meet again on these white shores, keep being amazing spiritual you, sending my eternal love and gratitude. <laughs>